The final four is set, and it is time to go bowling. <laughs> Yo, me again with the right pick. Utah beating USC double mm-hmm. digits. What up? You did. Pat. You nailed that one. Pack. Dion, we here. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for the Who is Pack chant. Can't wait. Can't wait for the Who is Pack chant. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are here to give the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news. News. What's up, man? How was your weekend? What's going on, man? Um, I am feeling much better. I wasn't I wasn't feeling great over the weekend, but I'm I'm getting back into the swing of things. I'm feeling good. So um I told you, man, that, that flu bug, that COVID bug. No, nah, I ain't have none of that. Yeah, good thing you didn't, man. I'm trying to tell you. It's been it's been intense. Like my uncle actually caught the flu. So wow. Yeah. It's uh it, it's it's been going around, but I'm good, man. Watch obviously the championship uh football games mm-hmm. for all the conferences over the weekend. Yep, some good too. NFL, some good NFL yesterday, some awfully bad NFL as well yesterday. And we're of you mean Sunday that or yeah, yeah, Sunday, excuse but me. But yesterday, Sunday. yeah, it was bad NFL. <laughs> oh no, bad NFL yesterday too. I was right. The Saints stink. Both like, of them stink. <laughs> who did who didn't see the comeback coming? Like, serious. Like, who didn't see the comeback coming as soon as Taysom Hill dropped that third down conversion? And then Mark Mark Ingram. And they had the punt. Nah, Mark Ingram going out of bounds. uh. We all knew that Tom Brady getting the ball back was going to win the game. Down six? Come on. Yeah. Yep. With two minutes and 48 seconds left? Come on. Yep. I mean, it's the GOAT. Come on. Yep. We we all saw that. Like, yeah, come on. That, it, there's nothing new here. Like, if anything, it's more annoying right. that you made us wait that long. But we'll get to that game because we are going to start the week in Cincinnati with the game of the week, man, where Ice Cold Joe cooled off the Chiefs, man. 27-24 victory. The Bengals are hot right now, and I know you called this. Should they be the AFC favorites at this moment? I got them I got them winning the AFC. Um, I think that... Running it back. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I just think that it's going to be really tough for both Kansas City and Buffalo mm-hmm. to beat that team. Mm-hmm. Just because they have that swagger. You know, they, they have the toughness. Those Joe's guys, cool, they're not scared Joe's of cool. anybody. Joe's cool, man. I'm not yeah. going to lie. He's composed. My, my guy, he Joey has, B, man. He, he has beat Patrick Mahomes three times yep. in the last calendar year. And he it, is. Yeah, he is and it's cool crazy, right? Because we talk a lot about Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, yep. and, and Justin Herbert. But Joe Burrow is just as good as all of them. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's knocked moved. he's knocked most of them off. So yeah. uh, that's that's my guy, Joey B. I'm always gonna stand by them. Yeah, man. Joey B definitely held it down. But I wanted to ask you about that fourth down decision on fourth and five to kick that field goal there yeah. with Bucker instead of going for it with Pat Mahomes. Did you agree with that? Yeah, I mean it, it made sense because Butner Bucker is uh, actually a good kicker. He yeah, usually he's a really knocks good that kicker. down. Really, However, really it is Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, fourth game on the line. I would have put the you know the, the ball in his hands. No, I agree with you 100. percent I'm putting the ball in Pat Mahomes' hands, and I look at it like this: If Butler makes that kick, 
I still think the Bengals are going to win the game. Yeah. What you're doing is you're tying the game and you're giving Joe Burrow over two minutes to drive down the field to get them in field goal position. He's yeah. winning that. Yeah. I think he's winning it anyway. So, yeah, in my mind, it, I don't kick the field goal. I, I literally just go for it. And if you don't get it, you're down. Defense got to make a stop. You do get it. Defense still has to make a stop. So, if you go for it and get it, you can potentially go up if you score a touchdown. Yeah. You, you can go up. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that playing for the tie um, is something, to me, that I, I just don't think flies when you're going against elite quarterbacks. And even when you're not going against elite quarterbacks, if you need Ws, you can't be playing for the tie, right. which takes us to the freaking Giants and <laughs> left hand up. <laughs> who, who are we? The command. <laughs> Tying with the Giants, man. This tie game right here was something else. But I want to ask you, are both these teams going to make the playoffs with this? Yeah. That's, I think that's, it. Was, I, yeah, I think it definitely helped. It yeah. de- it definitely didn't hurt. It definitely helped because that's one less loss in that L column. What, what's funny is Washington has a bye this coming week, and then yep. they play the Giants again. Giants right again. After that. Yep. <laughs> they, they, they play the they play the Giants again, right back into it. And I think that game right there will be something to determine, you know, a potential playoff because yeah. Seattle's lurking. Seattle's yeah, right right there. Seattle's, Seattle's right on the cusp, and right now. They might be able to win the division because the 49ers, man, went, defense held up against Tua, and I definitely lost my lock of the week. But yeah. Jimmy G, done for the season. Actually, not done for the season. Steady style on the rest of the season. No, the, the report of Adam Schefter just dropped, and doctors are saying he does not need surgery, and he could be back in the playoffs. Oh, so. so yesterday he required season-ending sur- right. season surgery, and today he does not. Right. Interesting, interesting. I need to check the doctor's report on that. I feel like somebody, somebody, <laughs> cap, somebody capping in there. But if he is sidelined for the rest of the season, do you think that their Super Bowl aspirations are done? Yeah, cooked. That's I mean, fun. you need a quarterback to win in this league. You need a quarterback to make enough plays to win in this league. I, I, I watched a lot defense of look, the defense look good. Not yeah. gonna lie, Drake, your boy Drake Greenlaw did it. Hey man, Drake Greenlaw is a monster. That's your boy. He yeah. cooked. Yeah, I mean Brock Purdy. Look, he looked okay uh, Sunday against against Miami, but yep. let's be honest: is he going to win playoff games? Uh, I mean, if they're if they're playing if they're playing a game of short passes around the line of scrimmage and letting your your you know your your playmakers, playmakers. in space yep. move, sure. Which I think which I think they will do because yeah. I mean, isn't that what Jimmy G kind of does? Kind of, but the offense also expanded beyond that point with Jimmy G at the helm. And I think that you know, Purdy. If, I'm not. I, look, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say this because you know how I feel about Jimmy G. Right. Purdy was airing it out. Like he wasn't like going crazy like with Tua bombs, but Brock Purdy was definitely throwing the ball. He looked a lot more poised than I would expect a third string quarterback. To I mean, look. it was good because he got the ball out of his hands quick. Yes. And you know that's what you need to do, especially in that offense where it's it's really about timing and, and getting the ball out of and your hands and, and more more scheme. Like yeah, look how get they these use guys CMC. in space. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm gonna say that I don't know if their Super Bowl aspirations are cooked. I didn't think they were gonna win the Super Bowl with Jimmy G, but I did think they could make it. They would. I thought they were gonna yeah. go to the NFC Championship. Yeah, I do, I do think they were going to go to the NFC Championship, and I'm not actually letting go of that just yet. Okay. That defense, if if that defense can play the way it played on Sunday, and it can contain the other team, and if Brock Purdy can do just enough not to lose the game, because again, I I am of the guy that says Jimmy G is not necessarily win them games. Right. He just doesn't lose them. Right. He does just enough not to lose the game. 
if Brock Purdy can do that, he had a little bit of poise to him. I, I am going to say that he played a solid game stepping in for No, he you know, definitely Jimmy. played a solid game. I, I thought think. he I thought he played a good I thought he played a really solid game. Yeah. No, he did, you know, like I said, he you know, the timing was there. He had confidence. He played Yeah the way he was supposed to in that situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And the scheme certainly helps him. It does. And I, I think that if that is the formula going into mm-hmm. the postseason, maybe they do win a playoff game or two. Oh, I think they win I think they I think they win a playoff game regardless. Because um, they're gonna be going against the wild cards. That is um I think they can beat Seattle, Washington, or New York. Yeah. Hundred percent. Although I now think I, I think both their games against Seattle were close this year. Mm-hmm. Um like really close. So yep. we'll see. We'll see. Uh, that is a division opponent. So obviously those things yeah. are always Yeah, those tricky. are always tough. Always. Um, always. But yeah, we, we'll see. Agreed. Cowboys, man, they put up a 50-burger against the Colts. And now they are the favorites to come out of the NFC over your Philadelphia Eagles. Should they be the favorite? And are you worried about them? You know, I, I've never seen a team that's only lost once in the entire season. Be just underrated. Get, <laughs> be, be underrated. Yeah, like... Especially, booted off the NFC pedestal. <laughs> yeah, like you talk about the Eagles. It's the Cowboys, bro. It's the Cowboys. Look, America's look, the, team. The Eagles blew out the Vikings. The they destroyed the Titans. the Titans. Like I thought, I thought they had a better. I thought they had a better win this weekend than the Cowboys. They beat. They beat Green. They put forty points on Green Bay. It was. They beat the Cowboys. The <laughs> it was twenty-one to nineteen into the fourth quarter. The Dallas Indy game. Yeah. I went to sleep. How the game ended up being fifty-four to nineteen, yeah. I have no clue. And yeah, no they struggled. They struggled with the Colts, honestly. If the Colts don't and turn then, the ball over in the fourth then, quarter, they're good. I was gonna say, and then I had a clue. I seen Matt Ryan throw back to back picks. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> I woke up, seen the highlights, Colts imploded. Yeah, I mean <laughs> tight end fumble. Like it was yep. just a whole lot of just how did turnover that happen type after stuff. Turnover after turnover after turnover. I'm looking at the Eagles and obviously, you know, I watched them more closely than I do a lot of other teams for a lot of different reasons. But they're they're starting the round in the form of actually getting better, which is pretty yeah. pretty scary because, you know, you just brought in the Dominican Sue Linval Joseph two day two weeks ago. Jordan Davis came back this week and then, you know, you got Avante Maddox coming back this coming week and then you got Dallas Goddard coming back in two weeks. So this team is getting healthier and better at the same time. And also, you have an offense where it's extremely hard to defend. I mean, what do you do? You have to commit to the run if you're if you're the defense. That means your corners are on an island, and good luck guarding Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown one-on-one because it's not happening. Hey, yo, that A.J. Brown revenge game was kind of brutal. No. <laughs> like, A.J.'s revenge game was very, very brutal. I'm sorry, Titans. Maybe y'all should have paid him. Maybe y'all should have gave him that money. <laughs> Bruh. He was a man out there. He, he was the so man. good. He was so the good. Man. The Titans uh, fired the general manager today. That's yeah, how good he was. Fired, fired the GM. <laughs> like, yo, you see what happened? This is what we could have had. This is your fault. Somebody got to be fired. A 24 year old, thousand yard receiver, top, you know, top 10 receiver, and you trade him away because you didn't want to pay him five more million dollars. That's, that's yeah. crazy to me. <laughs> you make that you work. To, you deserve to be fired. All right, man, some rapid fire as we run through a couple more of these games. Ravens outlast the Broncos 10-9, but lose Lamar in the process to a knee injury. Are the Ravens done, even though Lamar's timetable is one to three weeks? No. Huntley, look, last year, Lamar got yep, hurt, too. Same thing happened. And Huntley, Huntley came, in. came in and won the game. So, 
Um, Huntley, I think he can gather, you know, two, three games, and I feel like they'll be right there. I do think the Bengals are going to win that division, though. That's what I was going to ask you. I was um, going to say, you think they can hold off the Bengals for the no, division the, no, the, Right now, they're only up by one game. Right. The Ravens are going to have to be a wild card spot, and that's going to yeah, be tough yeah. because the Jets are there, like – Yep. You know, there, there's a lot of teams in that category of like really good AFC teams. Yeah, um, AFC is solid. They're gonna have to really fight through uh, the traffic because the Jets. Honestly, the Jets should have won on Sunday. Um, if you know, I don't know about that. If Braxton Berrios catches that ball, that's that's game one. I feel like the Vikings strung them along. Yeah, I, I don't like know Vikings, about that. I feel like Vikings <laughs> kind of strung them along. I feel like Vikings should have closed that out. Um, I don't know about that. I, I think that the Jets. They had two opportunities in the fourth quarter to win that game and seal it off, and they couldn't do it either time. I mean, the first one was the Barrios drop, I think, and yep. then the second one, they just couldn't get it done. Like, it was an interception. He tried to force it through the middle on his pick. Yeah, my wife. But you had two two times where you're in the fourth quarter and you're in the red zone where you could have easily beat the Vikings. I mean – if you, you could have, if you would have actually gave wife. the ball to Garrett Wilson, <laughs> that's probably a touchdown. But I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know why that isn't. Yeah, game. so Man, I, don't, um, I don't know how you missed that in the scouting report. Are we still around with White Mike? Yeah, actually, I am. Um, Me too. I, I think <laughs> I, that I don't think Zach. I don't think Zach Wilson's good. So no, I'm around with White Mike anyway. I think regardless. I think that White Mike is doing it, man. I think that they. They can actually win games with him, and he has the locker room. I don't know if you've been seeing all the videos that the Jets have been releasing with the guys uh, wearing the uh, Mike White T-shirts and all this oh, other stuff. Okay, they are like good stuff. And you know, you, stuff. you're talking to the offensive lineman. There's multiple interviews talking to the offensive lineman. They're like, "Yeah, man, yep. we're gonna ride for him. Like that's my guy." Yada yada yada. We ain't never heard that about Zach Wilson. Not one time. Good stuff. He has yeah, the locker room. White Mike has the locker room. And good luck for Zach Wilson if he ever gets the chance to get back. Hey, man, you're a solid. He said the plan is to eventually get him back on the field this season. We'll see if that really happens. Because, yeah, okay. yeah I'm around I'm <laughs> White Mike, too. Deshaun Watson, man, came back in his return to Houston. And the defense took all the credit. <laughs> defense gave me 33 fantasy points. Shout out <laughs> to them. They had three touchdowns total. Special teams had one. Fumble, pick. Like, they was doing it. Give me a grade for Watts' performance in his first game back, man. We expected a little bit of rush, but how do you think he did overall? That was a D. Okay, I'll um, take that. I don't, I'll take I don't that. think I, Watson – I don't think he had a good game. Yeah, I, I don't think I he think, had a good game in the slide. Yeah, I think he played really poorly. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, I mean, you haven't played in, you know, two seasons, so obviously that's – Over 500 days. Right, like yep. – uh, Yeah, so that's a lot of time missed on the field. That's a lot of time being mm -hmm. in an offense. That's a lot of time trying to get back to the speed of the game, so – it's going to take time for him to get back into the mix. Obviously, it's not going to matter because they're not making the playoffs. But, <laughs> this is true. you know, you got you got six weeks to kind of get yourself together. Yeah. No, I'll take that. I think he had a D as well. I don't think he had a good game in the slightest. But I do think it, it's kind of along the lines of what I thought it would be. Yeah. I thought we both said it was going to be rough. Yeah. yeah. I thought he completed a few more passes. Definitely forced that interception in the end zone towards 100%. the end there. Yeah, he was 12 of 22 for 131 yards. Didn't really do too much. Ran the ball seven times for 21 yards, which is fine. Nick Chubb carried the bulk of the load, 17 carries, 80 yards. But their defense, like, did it. Yeah. The offense did, didn't really have to do anything. So, yeah, I think I think he played kind of how I expected somebody that hasn't played in two seasons to play. He didn't right. really have a good game. I do think that he'll get a little better. Obviously, as the season progresses, they are not a playoff team, unfortunately. Right, right. But – 
yeah, I do think he is going to get better, but I, I think that game was more so shaking the rust off and just getting back into football speed. Yeah, he'll because, like I said, he the more he plays, the better he'll be. And you know, it's a lot. That's a lot of time missed from the game. Two I agree. seasons, like that's a do lot. You think he, do you think he can return the top five for him? I think he can. Um, okay. I, I I do think he can. I think he's good enough. Certainly, he has the talent enough to do it. Yep. Um, yep. we just may not see it this year. I'll take that. All right, man. Give me your loser of the week. I don't need a winner of the week. Winner of the week is the uh, obviously Joey B, man. It's, it's, the winner of the week is Joey B, dog. <laughs> I think my loser of the week has to be the Titans, right? Um, because <laughs> you're seven and four. You're winning your division by <laughs> three weeks, four weeks, something like that. And we we all came into this game thinking, oh man, Tennessee. That front, it, they're really tough. They're going to, you know, pound the ball at you with Derrick Henry. That defensive front's going to get up after you. They're going to send a lot of pressures. They're going to hit you. And they got totally waxed from, I mean, yeah. even in the line of scrimmage, I mean, the Eagles offensive line destroyed them. Dude, Lane Johnson, Mylotta, Jason Kelsey and them boys, I mean, they were putting people on their backs. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the rushing lanes were there when they did run the ball, but Honestly, the Eagles didn't even have to run the ball that often because every every chance you see is Devontae Smith, it's AJ Brown. It's, it's like, dog, are y'all gonna stop anybody through the air? Like Jalen had a few day. I mean, 380 plus yards, four touchdowns. What what else can you say? And then, you know, your general manager gets fired, you know, two days later. So I mean <laughs> What can yeah. you say about that? But, you know, we went into this thinking that the Pretty Titans were going to put up a, a like a really tough fight and this is going to be a real challenge. And I certainly did. And they got they got waxed. Yeah, no, they, they definitely got waxed. So, yeah, I'll take that. My loser of the week is going to be the Chargers, man. Yeah. I don't know how many times I can yeah. cap for Jay Herbo. It's, it's a wrap. Um, <laughs> but I, I can't I can't keep doing this because they're not winning games like he, he gets talked about as a top five quarterback, mm-hmm. arguably some of the best talent. In the league right now, I mean, arguably is one of the most talented QBs in the league, and they're just not winning. It's not translating to wins, so I can't keep putting the cap on for Herb. And right now, they are six and six. The Raiders are five and seven. The Raiders are coming in hot. They might not, be a little too late. I don't think the Chargers yeah. are making the playoffs again. No, they, and that's where I'm going with this. I don't think that the Chargers are going to be able to make the playoffs. Yeah. Like right now, they're behind New England. They're behind Miami. They're mm-hmm. behind the Jets. They're behind the Bengals. Like they, it, it's it's really For you to say that else. is just insane. It, it hurts. Like, it hurts, man. I, I never hurts. thought a day that we were gonna say the Chargers are behind the Jets. <laughs> like, it hurts. That is crazy. It hurts, man. They're losing games that they shouldn't lose. You shouldn't lose to the Raiders. The Raiders yeah. aren't good. Right. Like the Raiders aren't good. Devontae Adams is insane. Right. That that is something that can't be debated. Devontae Adams is insane, but the Raiders aren't good. So. It's the Chargers, man. Until they actually prove me wrong, like every year at the beginning of the season, oh, this this team is can be a deep playoff team. This team is so talented. Couple injuries, and now they're set back. And I, I just can't cap for them. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be the Chargers for me. All right, man, week 14 predictions. You ready? Let's get it. Raiders and Rams this Thursday. Rams got big bake in the building now. Baker Mayfield <laughs> just got picked up off waivers. Who you got? Give me the Raiders. <laughs> yep, me too. Give me the Raiders in a Devontae Adams cooking Jalen Ramsey special. And I don't think Aaron Donald's playing. Cooper Cup is already out. Yep. So we know how that's going to go. Yeah, give me the Raiders. Sunday, division game, Jets-Bills. This is huge. This is going to be huge for the division. Who you got? 
Give me the Jets again, beating the Bills. Give me the Bills this time. I feel like the Bills definitely need this win. I feel like this will be a statement win to keep them atop of the AFC because the AFC is real tight right now as far as that number one seed. Browns, Bengals, who you got? Give me the Bengals. Yeah, give me the Bengals too. I think the Browns defense had a great day, but you're going against Ice Cold Joe, and I don't think you're going to have that same result. So give me the Bengals in that one. Texas Cowboys, we don't have to do this. Cowboys, yep. really a waste of time. Vikings-Lions, division game. Who you got, man? Give me the Lions. Lions. Give me the Lions. Lions are favored in this game. Lions are favored minus two and a half in this game. The Vikings are 10 and two. Lions are five and seven. That's hilarious. <laughs> Give me the That's Lions, actually man. hilarious. Give me Captain Kirk, Kirk Cousins, whatever you want to call them. And I'm not going to call it an upset because they, they have the better record. But in, in a close game, a division game, I think this is going to be a nail biter. If the Lions put up over 25, they win that game. Bro. Lions can put up points. They just can't play defense. Yeah, the, Lions, the, Vikings the Lions definitely score points at a rapid pace. Yeah, they just don't play defense. Yeah. But yeah, give me the Vikings in a close one. So I'll go opposite of you. Jags, Titans, who you got? Give me the Titans. They got to have a bounce back win. I mean... Yeah, I think they need one in the worst <laughs> way. They need they need one in the worst way. And after the Jags just let me down brutally, my goodness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Eagles, Giants. Give me the Eagles in this give one. Give me the Eagles, yeah. Eagles, yeah. Eagles jump out to an early one, never look back. Ravens, Steelers. This is gonna be a good game too. Yeah. Steelers starting to come along just a little bit. Yeah. Who you got? Give me the Steelers. I think they. I think this is gonna be a close one. Probably a field yeah, goal super game. Close. Um, super close. Give me the Steelers in a close one. Give me the Ravens in the nail biter. I think, like you mentioned earlier, Huntley is going to be playing quarterback. Yeah. I feel like they're going to be able to use a game plan around him and hopefully keep him away from TJ Watt. Mm -hmm. And I do think this will be a field goal game. I just think that the best kicker in NFL is going to be making that field there goal. There you go. Auto up. <laughs> so give me the Ravens in a nail biter. Chiefs, Broncos, Chiefs. Chiefs, big. I don't. I don't think this is close. <laughs> yeah. I don't think this is close. <laughs> Russ, I don't know where you're going, but you are not riding the NEWs anytime soon. <laughs> Bucks Niners. Man, give me, give me, give me the 49ers. Yeah, <laughs> give me the 49ers. Yeah. That defense is too much. The, the, the Bucks are not good. Man. No, they're not. The, the, Bucks they're should, not. the Bucks should not have won that game yesterday. No. Bucks are not good. They're not good. Bucks are not good. The Saints blew that game. I don't yeah. think the Bucks really won that game. Give me the 49ers in this one. Panthers, Seahawks, Seahawks. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's really a debate. Seahawks are just a better team. Dolphins, Chargers. Who you got in this one? Give me the Dolphins and a bounce back win. Yep, give me the Dolphins too, just because the Chargers can't win games. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I I love Herbo. The squad just not doing it. Nah, I, I don't know. I don't know whether it's the offense, the defense, the play calling. I don't know what it is. Somebody can fire. Yeah, squad squad's not doing it. Somebody's got to go. To wrap it up, Patriots Cardinals. Who you got? Give me, uh, give me. This, this give, is interesting. Yeah, give me the Patriots in a close one. Give me the Patriots, too. I think that defense will come to yeah. play. I feel like Kyler Murray was going to make one one or two mistakes if he even plays. Mm -hmm. And I feel that Mac Jones has been finding a little something lately. Yeah. He looked good against the Vikings on Thanksgiving. They're coached by Bill Belichick. Cardinals are coached by Cliff Kingsbury. I'm going to take those. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, give me the Patriots in that one. And that caps us off. All right, man, college football. As we know, the top four is set. Georgia, Michigan. TCU, Ohio State all make the playoff with Bama on the outside looking in. Did the committee get it right, man? I think they did. I would have an argument of Alabama being that fourth team because I think they're just better than both Ohio State and TCU. But if you're okay. looking at everything else with the metrics, yes, yep. this does make sense for the committee. 
Yeah, I think the, I think the committee got it right. Yeah, I think that Ohio State was locked in that spot the moment USC lost. Yep, hundred percent. I think the I think the rankings last week told us that they would be the first ones up mm-hmm. because they were five and Alabama was six. Yeah. So I I don't think this was nothing that people didn't see coming. I know that people thought that TCU might drop out of the top four yeah. with the loss, but they lost in overtime. And of the top four teams, they had the best strength, strength of schedule. Of schedule. Yeah. Out of all four teams, so and better I, I wins like, than anybody. Yes, and better and better wins. Yeah, and better overall wins. So I'm not seeing the disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, why people were so confused about that? I think the committee got it on point, and I am actually glad to not see Bama in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think that the Georgia Ohio State game has potential to be a solid game. Although I think Georgia's going to win, obviously, and I think that Michigan TCU game is going to be a really good game. See, I, I think okay. those styles are pretty unique to me, and I think that they actually match up pretty well against each other. I don't think Ohio State Georgia is going to be close. Um, I think <laughs> I Georgia is going to <laughs> mop the floor. <laughs> mop the floor with them. Yes, <laughs> we'll take it. I'll take it. How do you feel about that Michigan TCU game? That one's going to be a little closer than I think. Um, I think that uh, both of those teams, to me, have really similar styles, and yep. I agree. The line of scrimmage per se. Um, and what we're going to see, I think that TCU's defense, they're really fast. They're really aggressive. And then you look at, you know, the more a conservative defense, but an opportunistic defense in, in Michigan and somebody's got to win. So <laughs> we're going to see what balances off. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a good game. I think Michigan, obviously, or not obviously, I think Michigan honestly squeaks it out, yeah. but I do think that game will be close. I think that'll be a, touchdown or so game i don't think it'll be a blowout but i, I feel like michigan will be able to pull that one out duggan's tough man duggan's yeah, tough no the, how do you feel about the i was gonna say how do you feel about him being in the heisman race the, i ain't gonna lie finals? man when i saw the name stetson bennett <laughs> on that ballot i was like bro yeah this yeah, this doing? just just get this over with bro yeah it, give it give it to caleb williams so we can go home yeah, yeah. but it's probably going caleb, to duggan <laughs> It's probably going to Doug because Caleb. I think I think, Caleb, I think Caleb Williams is going to get it, even though he painted F Utah on his fingernails and they got smoked. Nah, I, I think I think he's still going to get it. He lost twice to the same team. I don't think they're going to give it to him. We'll see, man. I think that I think that he had a, a really good season though, and I, I mean, yeah, they did lose the same team, which I called. Um, yeah, you did. I I, I, just, I just think that they're going to give it to Caleb Williams, but we'll see. Dion, man, shaking the college football landscape yeah. and leaving Jackson State, which gave a lot of noise, backlash, and some that I didn't really think was warranted as he moves on to Colorado. I know he's, you know, told the team and informed them, like, yo, I'm bringing my bag and it's Louie. <laughs> some of y'all might need that transfer portal. Y'all not going to be here. He came in there straight up, let him know. He, he's here to shake things up. How do you feel overall about Dion's move and does he deserve the backlash that he's been getting um just across social media and in the landscape for leaving Jackson State okay this is a this is a conversation we we obviously had a, a, a lot of thought towards yep this is what I'm going to say I have no problem with Dion moving to green greener pastures I have no problem with him going power five I have no problem with him being able to get it's a paid. Goal. It's, a, it's a goal. It's a goal. Yeah. A I have no problem with him, his assistants being able to get paid the money they right. should be getting paid. He, he's he's taking his team with him. Now. He's getting them paid. Here, and I, that's why I said I understand both sides. Here is the only problem I have, and we, we talked about this before we hopped on the pod. Dion sort of painted himself a picture as an ambassador for HBCU. And... I know that 
you know, we, we talked about it earlier and, you know, it, this is something that was painted. This is something that was believed amongst a lot of people was Dion said he prayed. This is where he's supposed to be. He's going to put them on the map, yada, 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 yada. And then now we're to the place where it was almost like you're gone. So what now? You know, you've recruited guys, five-star athletes to that school. What now? They're all going to transfer. Like you brought, yeah, you brought money, you brought sponsorships, you brought, you know, new facilities, you brought a whole with, lot with, of stuff to with half, to he he donated half his salary yes, for that new facility. Yes. To Jackson State only. Okay. Um, but his message in his messaging, he mm-hmm. said himself that he wanted to put HBCUs. He wanted to even the playing field. He wanted to bring attention to them. He wanted to do a lot with the branding of HBCUs. And that's why I think a lot of people are kind of like, what happened? You know, because this is the this is the picture he painted himself. These are the words that Dion had said while he while he got hired. He was like, yeah, I'm here. This is where, I, you know, I prayed God that God sent me here, yada, yada, yada. And he painted himself as somebody that was supposed to be there to make sure the job is done. However, I know I, your point. I know I know what point you're, you're about to bring up. Go ahead. Well, no, I was I was going to say, when is the job done? Like what determines when the job is done? Because to me, I don't I don't think that he's necessarily just saying forget HBCUs. I still think that he will be able to even at another program, be able to shed light on HBCUs and black communities and black athletes and black coaches. He's bringing a coaching staff with him, predominantly black, to Power Five. Mm-hmm. And he's giving them better opportunities to better their family and things of that nature. I understand what you're saying. He painted himself as, like you said, the savior of HBCUs. But he came and put HBCUs on the map. He he can only coach for one school at a time. So when he was at Jackson State, I mean, all, far be it from me to him to try to promote another school over his, he did bring the recruits. He did get them, you know, NIL deals. He did donate half his salary to upgrade those facilities. He brought game day there. Yep. Like game days never went out to those schools and those schools were on the map. I guess my only thing is at, at what point is he able to elevate his career and keep, you know, chasing his well, dreams? Because yeah. I guess for me, it's like he can't, he can't hold their hand forever. Cause if they're saying, Oh, HBCUs are going to go back to nothing. They were going to think that whether he left this year, next year, the year after, because it's Dion, he can't, he can't hold your hand. Like yeah. at some point, if he lays down a blueprint, a blueprint and do the work and just continue the work, he can lay the groundwork for you, but you're going to have to continue doing the work on your own is all I'm saying. And I think that's what he was saying when he basically was, you know, talking to his team yeah, and talking to his he team let them know like, he was like hey yeah. in this business and coaching you know what i mean it's either you get elevated or you get you know what i mean you, like you terminate yeah you, you get, get terminated terminated and coaching is a doggy dog world 100 percent. and you know at at that time you know the opportunity came i didn't love him going to colorado i mean oh me either i wanted him to go to cincinnati i was like i, I, I thought all schools. A, <laughs> i thought I, I think the three schools were cincinnati ucf yeah in colorado us usf 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 there you go yeah. usf cincinnati and colorado i thought he should have went to cincinnati personally yeah colorado I, only won one game they won one game this season yeah i don't think he loved the facilities guaranteed, at usf yeah i don't um, either 
And I I would have loved the Cincinnati job. I mean, they already have a great program. There's a lot of, uh, you know, defensive backs, especially for that program. Like he would have specialized in that and he would be able, he would have been able to, uh, you know, bridge that gap as far as recruiting and things like that in the Pac-12. Um, I think proximity is probably a big thing. I mean, Colorado is Midwest, you know, Cincinnati's up in Ohio. Maybe he wanted to stay closer to the Southern West, you know, Southwest area. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 maybe that was the reason uh, for choosing Colorado, but you know, this whole thing is going to be a conversation for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, ultimately we'll see, how HBCUs now with the exposure they did get, yeah, um, the finances, if uh, they can the keep facilities, the facilities, but it's not. It, 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 there's more than just with them, right? They're gonna need other people to help out, and you know they're gonna Agreed. need people to be ambassadors, and they're gonna need people, you know, to, to pour into them and add finances. Like I know HBCUs in general have been trying to even the playing field. And that's been such a conversation Mm -hmm. for a while. And this is the time where people really need, you know, we saw what Dion did, but how how many other, I didn't, I didn't, first off, let me start there. Shannon Sharp. I did not love this tweet. Did not like his tweet at all. I didn't see. I thought that was extremely disrespectful. Didn't see what he tweeted. Um, but no, the, the, these are the times where... Well, what was he saying in the tweet, essentially? He like basically was saying that HBCU HBCU gave him his opportunity, and if he had to run it back, he would never went to HBCU, yada, yada, yada. It was a bunch of just trash. I, I, I did not love what he said at all, and I thought I thought that it was, it was dumb. I mean, for what? Yeah, um, I, I don't know the context, but without context, that sounds tasteless. Yeah, it, it was dumb. So I, I didn't, I didn't like that at all, and I don't even know why he tweeted that. It was weird, and it was weird timing too, um, because where what was all this when Dion was at HBCU? We didn't hear nothing from you. So um, no, this is this is a an opportunity for people, especially people that went to HBCUs. How about you start being advocates? How about you start being ambassadors and start promoting these brands and, and getting the, the playing field evened out? Because, you know, we can't just keep on focus on P5 every single time. There's more talent. There's more students like there's more everywhere. Right. We need to start balancing the playing field. So that's that's what I'm saying. I agree. And, and I'm saying this. I don't think that Dion is completely done with, you know, pouring into HBCU. I don't think he is either. No. I think that he can do his part to, you know, elevate HBCUs and pour into them and support them, even in Colorado. Yeah. So I don't think that his work is just going to cease because he's at a new program. Right. And and I think that's why I I had a hard time understanding the hard backlash. Like, I don't think that he's necessarily just done with HBCUs. I think he's still going to pour into them, donate money, help get them you know, attention whenever he can, however he can, and whatever that looks like in his new role at Colorado, because obviously he has to focus on winning. But I, I do think that he's still going to try to do his part and elevate players and, you know, so on and so forth. And overall, from to me, it's like it's it's a bigger opportunity for him. He's chasing dreams. I'm sure he wants to elevate yeah. his status and put more black coaches on the map in Power 5 schools, yeah. which is what he's doing by bringing, you know, his crew with him. And then I, as far as Colorado, no disrespect to them, but they trash. They were yeah. one in eleven. Yeah. Like 
I, I wasn't mad at all at his speech uh, to that team. The only thing that I thought was a little iffy was him saying, this is your quarterback, pointing at his son. Yeah. I, I thought I thought that that was like a, a trump card, like, yo, this is my boy, so he's going to play. Automatically anointing him as yeah, starting quarterback. Like, yeah, like, this is my boy, he's going to play. But, yeah, 111, I mean, y'all can't really debate it. Like, yeah, y'all are not good. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to take his word for it over y'all's because y'all haven't been good in years. But I do think he's about to turn that program around. I do think that they gonna, they're going to end up winning around five to six games this year. It wouldn't Big surprise me. It, it wouldn't surprise, surprise me, at me at all. And I think he's about to eat in that transfer portal. I think he's about to eat. There's some names in that transfer portal. We've seen DJ uh, Ungale from yep. yeah, Ukulele, whatever you want to call him. Ukulele? We've seen <laughs> we see, Ungale. Yeah, I, I call him DJ Ukulele because he's trash. Um we we seen we seen what Clemson did in that bowl game. I mean, again in the ACC championship against Carolina, and that was the backup. D, DJ hopped in that portal so fast. He knew what time it was. Yeah, his stint is over. There's some names out there, and I think Dion can bring some names in there. And so I think Colorado will be on the map. So I'm 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 looking forward to see what Dion can do with Colorado, being yeah. in a bigger school. I want to see the recruits. I want to see the recruiting class. I want to see like the talent. And I want to see all the players that he brought from Jackson State. And I want to see what they do on a bigger scale. So I'm interested. Uh, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm glad that, you know, he was able to get a bigger opportunity. The marathon continues. So I'm hoping that he still does his part for HBCUs and putting them on the map as well. But, again, you got to, you gotta you know, do whatever you can with what you have. And I know Dion left, but he laid down a blueprint, a foundation. Yeah, I, it, I don't – I don't think the it's problem is, else yeah, and I, to, I need I need know. people to understand. I don't think the problem is that he left. I think the problem is what he painted, the vision and, yes. and everything he sold it. beforehand, yep. before he left. Um, I and I think that's what people are having an issue with. And I don't I don't want to mince words or anything like that. I want people to be. I got you. you know I want everybody kind of be on the same you know, playing field with this and understand what's really happening because words will get mixed up and mints yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Agreed. Agreed. The problem is not that he left. The problem is that he painted a picture of vision and, you know, essentially had people sold on something that he said he would do. And then he left. Um, and, and that's what people are having a problem with having. So. And, and and my last thing is this, and then we'll get out of here. But my my thing to that, my my question to that is, when is his job considered done? That that that's my only question. Well, because I mean, that, that's a perfect question for Dion because he's the one that yeah, sold him. Right. He's right. he's the one that right. sold the vision. So, so I, I mean, guess only Dion can answer it because right. like for for me on the outside looking in, like I said, we don't know the details. Right. Like me and you are just me and you are on the outside just like everyone else. Right. I look at him as somebody that came in and said he was going to help HBCUs elevate the program, got them better facilities, gave them national recognition, and showed that these athletes can be, you know, compete at the, at the highest level. And I think that he did that. Now, whether he sold himself to be an even bigger part, um, yeah, that, that's on Dion. And, and what, what, he, what he ultimately says, like, you know, what his intent was, it, you got to take his word for it. But just from the outside looking in, that's just kind of how I saw it. But I mean, no, this this was a good conversation. Yeah, I, I get I get both perspectives. I understand. Yeah. All right, man. Some quick takes before we get out of here. The USA out of the World Cup, man. We fell to the Dutch. We really had no chance from the start. It's unfortunate, but now I'm rooting for France. So 
Go France. <laughs> Tar Heels dropped their fourth straight game and are out of the top 25. Can't say I'm surprised because we don't like we want to play basketball right now. The hunger's not there. I don't know if we're just waiting for the tournament to turn up or what, but Caleb isn't playing great. Armando isn't playing great. Nance is actually playing better than I expected um, to be the transfer. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel like we're struggling right now, but I am still locked into this college basketball. Um, might be the death of me, but whatever. Here's what it is. <laughs> NBA news, Kawhi returned yesterday. I only know because I went to the Hornets game and I seen him at the game hey. winner. <laughs> I seen him actually at the game winner against the Hornets. So sorry, Buzz City. Took another L, but yeah, Kawhi is back. AD has been booming lately. Yeah, I did hear that AD, AD has been hooping lately. Any other NBA news? No, not really. I mean, college basketball is obviously good. You know, keep a line on Texas. Uh, yep. Houston. Still booming, number yeah. two. Yeah, they, they, they yeah, number two. They, they, yeah, they, they look good, man. All right, fantasy football squads, man. How'd you do? Did you win? Uh, no. Oh man, you you're in a drought, ain't you? Yeah, man. I'm I'm. Whew. This this <laughs> this last this last uh month I've been struggling, my brother. It's been rough. It's been rough. <laughs> yeah. I got a crucial win against the number one seed that put me in third for the playoff standings. And this week is our final regular season game before the playoffs. So I essentially need a win or some help to remain in the top four. So hoping that I can squeak one out. Lock of the week, man. We both were bad this past week. I should have went with the Steelers. I said the Steelers could have been a pick. For some reason, I didn't pick the Steelers. And I ended up picking Miami, who got smoked by the 49ers. So that plus four didn't hit. And you had the Jets plus three over the Vikings. And that didn't hit. So we were 0-2 on the week. You 5-6-1 on the year. I am 7-4-1 on the year. So we need a win, man. We got to get back in this W column. Lock of the week this week. Feed the people who you got. Okay. Here dub. is what I'm going to do. Need a dub. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do Pittsburgh. Over the Ravens. Minus two and a half over the Ravens. You, you did. You said it's going to be a field goal game. You know, it's funny. I was almost going to take the Ravens plus two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so that means one of us will win yeah. and one of us will lose. It was really about to be one of those days. But I, this is tough, man, but, oh, my goodness. I'm going to go with the Seahawks, man. Okay. I'm going to go with the Seahawks over the Panthers, minus three and a half. I think the Seahawks can put up just enough points. I don't think their defense is great, but I think they can put up just enough points to outlast the Panthers and win by at least four points. So give me the Seahawks minus three and a half. Book it. All right. All right, man, that's all I got. want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always matter and will forever matter. Guys, it's flu season. I don't need to get into it. Y'all been hearing about all the people that's been sick on my end. I'm sure Deshaun has had some on his end. Mm -hmm. It's nasty out here. It's cold out here. It's actually going to rain out here in Charlotte the whole week. So bundle up. Yeah, it's it's, it's terrible. Bundle up. Wear your mask when you can. Please pray for all those in need. You never know what anyone is going through. So just be mindful and continue to support us. We appreciate it. Yeah, guys, let's not forget. It's time for Brittany Griner to come home. We're still monitoring that situation. We're still monitoring things, Ukraine and, you know, Texas and everything else going on in the world. Uh, On a lighter note, though, guys, we appreciate you guys for all your, you know, your streams and, you know, tapping in with us every each and every week. 
and you know apple Podcasts, google play spotify soundcloud and all the other streaming platforms you also listen to us on we appreciate it guys i mean don't forget on apple Podcasts, five star rating leave a review please do that for your boys yes five star reviews and guys if you are hopping on warzone in that proximity chat let's tone it down i don't I don't need everybody to, you know, jump at me and call me names. And I don't even know you like that. I'm just, I'm trying to piece it up. I'm trying to team up. Hey, man, now, you supposed to be fine Kyler Murray, dog. I don't know what like, you're doing. Bro, I, I, I type in Murray 01, Murray 1, Murray 11. <laughs> man, I, don't, I don't know where Kyler at. Kyler, if you if you listening to this pod, holler at me, man. Like, I'm on there. Curry 21, you'll find me. Like, we can link up in the gulag. Uh, wherever you want to go, dog. Just hit me up. I'll be there. You know he's on there. <laughs> <laughs> I know he is. They ain't won a game since. Deuces. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, mops with the Saints. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood. I said I would get. No mediocre. I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like to me. We got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is Swag daddy, red eye flights out to Cali, holding bags looking like a caddy, penthouse vibes, no addy.